It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in. It's episode number one hour of Jobbing Out, as in Aaron is very important now, and he says he can give us no more than one hour of his time. So better make it count. We better make this a good one because very important Aaron <laughs> is getting he's he's bailing on very important things to exactly one hour. And if we go even a second longer, he is going to say, I'm done, I quit, is what he said to us before the show began. So we got to make sure that we capitulate to the needs of uh, Aaron Oster. Uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton uh, with you. Brandon, you made it uh, public this week. Do you want to talk at all about what you're going through right now? Yeah, I guess. Um, so, you know. We're not going to force you to for the rest. <laughs> You put it out there. I don't know if you want to talk about it or not. And because Aaron is so scary important, we weren't able to do any pre-show because he said, get to the show. I have things to do, very important people to see, and a very important power lunch that I need to attend later. Yeah, so long story short, there's a spot of cancer on my liver. And anyone who follows the show would know that I survived colon cancer about three years ago, or so we thought. <laughs> well, I mean, we do know that you survived. Yeah, you that's, true. That's, true. that's true, that's true. So, <laughs> so, so do you have something you need to tell us? <laughs> right. Did you not survive? It would be amazing when we find out you're the undertaker. <laughs> Surgery scheduled December 27th. Three to five days in the hospital, uh, and then we'll see after that. So all right, we're um, what we know is that Brandon kicked cancer's ass one twice. Yeah, he, he went super. He went super seen on it. He'll do it again. Yeah, we have no doubt that that's going to be the case. Uh, what What do you request this time around? Because last time around, you were able to get uh, WrestleMania tickets out of it. So <laughs> what are you like? What kind of request do you have this time for uh, you know any, anybody's thinking about Brandon wants to lift up his spirits? They could do what? See private jet to Ooh. no. I'm just <laughs> no, no, keep going, keep going. Yeah. We're doing we're doing wishes here. Yeah, I mean, like we, we are but, planning on going to WrestleMania again. <laughs> I mean, just saying, just saying, putting it out there in the world. Um. All right. If if uh somebody wanted to maybe uh try to make your days merrier or brighter as you're going through this, can they just like reach out to you on Twitter or something like yeah, that? And, yeah. At Brandon Linton on Twitter. All right. Very good. Uh, he'll probably Brandon will probably send me on a wild goose chase for a particular type of soda that no one in the state of Maryland has, like he did the last time. <laughs> It's like, dude, I'm telling you, I've had it a million times. Every store in the state, no one has it. To be fair, if I had known you were going to try to look more than one place, I would have been like, don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> All right. This year, that would be the um, oh. Sprite Spiced Cranberry flavor. Sprite, but that one is available at stores. I'm like, say, yes. that, that's everywhere. Yeah. Well, I thought the Cherry Sprite was everywhere, but apparently it's just it at the gas station not. that I 
filled up my tank at at the time. Okay, so yes, uh, we uh, we will be thinking about Brandon, but we have we have complete faith, complete faith that he is going to kick this thing's ass once again. Might alter our schedule a little bit. We'll find out. We'll see how very inconvenient of you, Brandon. Aaron is a very important person. I'm not sure if you heard. He is only has a certain I amount can, of time. I can make time. How come you can't? God. <laughs> oh, you were bribed to interfere with the show. I was not. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into it for the week. Um, I we I know we need to talk about a few things. Wait, 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 wait. Hang yes. on. There's something else we need to address. Oh. So the night before my appointment. <laughs> A bunch of people were sending me texts like, hey, thinking about you tomorrow. Good luck with everything. Aaron Oster, what's up with those tenacious details? <laughs> <laughs> greatest thing, greatest thing ever. Well, wait a second. Is it the text that you showed us? Because he, yes. he did acknowledge at least the awkwardness yeah, like, of the... Let, let, me, let me put it a little bit into context. It was funny, like, and I acknowledged going in it was funny. It was something, you know, we had been talking about it for a couple of weeks. It was something that yes, because, this is it's true. Over, it, because it's over the holidays, it was one of those things where it was like, it might actually be a good idea to get get ahead of it. And I had been talking about the concert with someone that night. So there, there's some context here. But yes, it admittedly was very funny, the timing. Did you bring up your friend with cancer to your friend that you were talking to that <laughs> night? In, in, I kind of feel bad reaching out right now yeah, because. But also, I really want. Well, yeah, well, let's, to let's be honest. It, it, it could have been a disastrous news that I would have never had it. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Imagine how terrible it would be for Aaron if you died, Brandon. Then he wouldn't be able to go to Tenacious <laughs> D. <laughs> that, that would have been so inconvenient. It would just really wreck this year. <laughs> It's definitely like a Curb Your Enthusiasm story, like if that would happen and he went to the show anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Like, what do I do? Do I still go? Actually, the best part, the best part would be if, tickets. That's if, the best way to honor if him. you had never con you, like, confirmed with him that you had gotten the tickets and then he went and he was like, yeah, they're under my friend's name, Brandon Linton, <laughs> but Brandon died. And then they, they all felt bad. They're like, all right, fine. Here, you can just go into the show. Oh, oh man god if we were making these jokes while your wife was around she would not be okay with it <laughs> she especially, not, especially not right now like maybe in a few weeks oh. after we know oh no right now it would not be a good uh the, the first the first time around literally on night one brandon and i were sitting in the hospital just joking about it and she was not handling it well <laughs> <It was very laughs> to be fair we're the assholes in that equation fair <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know how to explain to her. Like, we don't know what else to do. Like, we don't know how to operate without joking about it. It's like it's the only way that we handle the macabre of the situation. For real. Um, but no. Yeah. Well, we, we, you're gonna. You got this. We don't even need to worry about that. You got this. This one's. I the, hope a priest comes in again. Oh my when god! Watching the, wrestling. the greatest day of my life. Very convinced. Well, hopefully, there's a Bray Wyatt segment. One thousand percent convinced that we are a gay couple. One. <laughs> thousand percent convinced no the best was uh i don't know who was wrestling it was like natty neidhart or something you bitch like, <laughs> hey did someone in here need their last rights what did he think my name roland he yeah, thought my Ro name was roland Ro is this roland guy came in legitimately to read some of their last rights hey, Brand probably, the guy was probably no longer with us Brand no they, he was late brand <laughs> guy <laughs> 
<laughs> he missed out on reading some of their last rights because we were watching wrestling. It's <laughs> the greatest story of no, all time. I was think- well, I was thinking that it was the previous occupant of the room. Oh, that God. Was- oh, God. That was for my mind. Oh, no. Oh, no. There was a very unnerving gentleman that was in the hospital. The first hospital that Brandon was in the last time, there was a very unnerving gentleman down the hall. It was really disturbing. Oh, yeah, guy was screaming. Guy was losing his mind. Jesus Christ. Brandon's sitting in the hospital with with cancer, and it sounds like he's in a mental institution. They they moved me to that other room. Yeah. it felt like the class system. Like, it did. It definitely felt. 1,000% felt that. Way. Like my oncologist like made a call and I was all of a sudden in this like way nicer part of the hospital. <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's where they send the priests. And that pri- <laughs> and the poor priest was like, well, I don't want to waste my trip to this room. So he tried to talk to us. He was like, so computers, huh? Uh, to be fair, we had three computers out. That's like true. Glenn was trying to re- re- type a story. Yeah. I had, I think we were watching wrestling on one of them, and then I was doing work on the other one. Or I just had work open, or whatever. And it did look like a computer lab. Yeah, it like, did. It, it was did. a little weird it to did. see three computers around a person in a hospital bed. It definitely, it looked exactly like that. And the guy just wanted to, he just wanted to start a conversation somehow. So he's just, <laughs> like, looking at things in the room. He's like, so, plants, huh? How about... I like, I like lamp. Yeah, very I love lamp. It was very I love lamp of him. Oh man! Well, we'll uh, we'll find out if there's a repeat of any of these things in a couple of weeks. All right, let's get into it for the week. Um, do you want to start with Vince or do you want to start with Mandy Rose? Where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with Mandy, I guess. All right, Mandy Rose gone. Um, I I did not think it as clumsy as a lot of people thought it on Tuesday night. Um, no, it organically came off fine. I just was surprised they did it. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, but before we knew, the, right? The big, yeah, with the right, big pay per view coming, yeah. So, like again, it, it was an interesting spot where it, remember on Tuesday night we didn't know what was going on, and so when it happened, I got that it was kind of jarring because we had talked about like, hey, this is your opportunity to build the big moment for Roxanne Perez, and like, there's no build, you just kind of did it. But in a way, I kind of thought that worked. Like in a way, even before I knew, I didn't think it was crazy. That goes back to them not defining what it meant to be the Iron Survivor, and they didn't tell us then that it meant you were getting the match at New Year's Evil or at a pay-per-view or anything like that. It just... They didn't tell us anything. Right. It just meant that you were going to get a match. So without that definition, like, okay, why not? Like Now, again, somebody might compare it to the fact that they've done all of the women's Money in the Bank cash-ins pretty freaking quickly recently. A little different. But yeah. Yeah. But like again, device. and again, all this being before we knew what was going on. Um, so I, I, a lot of people had like a lot of criticism about that. I, even before, I thought it was mild criticism to me at best. Like my my bigger criticism is doing the Iron Survivor thing, trying to make it a big deal and not defining what it meant. Like I, I would have preferred. And again, in hindsight, they would have screwed themselves, or maybe they knew what they were about to do, and so that's why they didn't want to define it. Um. Like, I would have just preferred to make it bigger by saying, hey, look, winner will get a championship match at X. Or, you know, I think that just is better for professional wrestling. All that being said, we get the news and then we get 
not that WWE would confirm that it's the reason why it's happening, but we get the the fallout um, about her. It's called fan time. Is that what it's called, Aaron? Something like that. Yeah, I'm pretending. It's not like, only fan. Pre- pretending like I'm not a subscriber. Did you see how I did so, that? Something team. What yeah, is like, it? What yeah. is this fan fans guys thing? I don't know, man. I've never. I've <laughs> never. It's definitely never shown up in my credit card statement by at all. No way. Um. I, what are the rules here? I guess is the question that I'm asking. Like, once upon a time, WWE wouldn't let you do anything else. Right. Is the problem that she had a page? Because clearly they had to know she had a page. It seems like it's more to do with the specific type of content that was on the page. Yes, because I do believe there are still others who do have pages. And obviously they've uh, lightened up on Twitch and everything else. So the fact that this one seems to be specifically what's on Mandy's page. is Do we know... God, this, there's no way to do this segment without no, okay, coming off like I'll, super I'll, I'll just, horny. I'll just say what I what I've what I've heard. Yes, it basically sounds like softcore, like completely nude, sometimes with her fiance, and apparently she was also soliciting. Um, you could send her pictures of yourself to get rated. I don't understand why that would be a problem. <laughs> Your uh, yourself meaning um, I I understand, yeah. but like what. Is are she sharing I, I, that? Like I don't, I don't. I, yeah, I look. I that I'm just re, you know what's been reported here. I'm really struggling with this, right? Like, so if they have a policy against what against nudity, nudity, probably specifically. Now, of course, we know that former WWE female performers appeared in Playboy, very naked. That was. 15, I can 20 years ago though. I, I can confirm. So but videos are different. Were they videos? I, I don't know if they were even videos. But so she's sharing videos doing. now on her okay. page. 100%. But, but I I again I think it's more that 15 20 years ago is not necessarily the policy now. I like, I understand yeah. that, but Oh right, you, they were not PG then, right. Well, hang on a second, but do you think if an opportunity was pre- and I, I get the Playboy isn't maybe the same cultural touchstone that it was? No, I, I don't point. think they would do that now. You don't think really, they would. I, no, I really don't. I would say I don't I don't think they would, but I think that would be as likely because Playboy isn't what it was once upon a time. No, because I don't think they would be able to promote it on the air and so they wouldn't do it. Like, remember before they do the cover reveal and they yeah. like, they can't yeah. do that now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That part is true. What if a a performer was offered offered an opportunity to be in a movie that would require them to be naked? I think they would allow but, that. This but is, I don't know that they, they wouldn't promote that she was naked in it. Though. No, I right. understand that, but they don't have to promote her fan time page either. Like um, this they is, can't control that in any way. And I think that's part of it is like she could do anything on there and if by the way, without us actually being subscribers or whatever, it's hard to know. All right, for fa- for F's sake, I'll go subscribe <laughs> to Mandy Rose's <laughs> fan time page. Because right, I mean, like there there are things that I could think of that I uh, look that I, they might I, have problems with. I went to journalism school. I understand what I have to do in order to be a journalist. Yes. All right. So fine. I'll go. This is a tax write off. It's for journalistic purposes. I'm I'm being as honest as I can about this. I don't know what I and this goes back to when we had the original conversation about all these other websites. I don't know. Short of like, this is not. Hmm. I don't know what the rules 
can or should be. If there was a rule that said you're not allowed to do nudity without, you know, approval from WWE, well, then that's pretty black and white, right? Like, you know what the rule is. You decided to take a contract. You understand how it works. That's the end of it. But if they left it with a fair amount of gray area for this, like if they left this with, you know, well, we we would ask that you don't do adult content or something like that. I don't know, man. Like, I, I guess I guess the other question is, like, did they go to her and say, hey, will you stop doing this? And she might have said, I'm making more money off of this than I am from WWE. So, no. Like that, that's sure. the other big question mark. Sure, that could be that. There's no question that it could be that. But I'll go a step further. Um, e- that would be the obvious thing, where this essentially wasn't a firing. This was, we came to her, we told her what the circumstances were. She decided she wanted to do the other thing more than she wanted to do this. The reporting since then has maybe indicated that's definitely not the case. Like, she was fired. Um... There's a, there is a question to be asked, like, ethically, what is the right thing to do here? Like, this goes back to what we discussed. There, There is one thing to say, well, you can do this. Like, if you're if the contract says whatever it says, you know, you can't do adult content. You could say, well, this is adult content. Well, somebody could debate about that. Well, I thought that meant porn. Like, I just thought that meant there couldn't be penetration. Like, I thought that's what you meant by adult right. content. Um, this... this Ethic, boy, I can't believe I'm using the word ethically to have a conversation about <laughs> softcore pornography. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like I, th- this, I don't know why the WWE would even want to govern this type of thing. Like th- to say, well, it's easy for somebody to find a picture and put it online. Well, hello. Unfortunately, we live in a world where people's phones get hacked and pictures end up being online. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I, I I'm not. It's not okay, and I'm not comparing Mandy Rose, what she did to, like, say, the horrible things that happened to Paige, for example. But, like, they survived despite the fact that there were pictures of performers naked online. You know, like, I I don't know why it would be such a big deal to the WWE. I don't get this. You don't have to promote it. You don't have to do anything with it. Like, why do you care this much about this? Honestly, it's probably as much, you know, assuming it it said that they don't want the, again, tricky to talk about, like, if you're going to have a label for her and she's making just as much money on, this is is sounding really sketchy and creepy, it's it's just like, you don't want the label of your wrestlers to also be and adult photographer like or adult model adult model yeah i guess that would be the, the yeah the phrase the adult model i don't get i don't yeah. I, I don't get why that i don't get that like i i could certainly see why you would say to someone hey if you do this we're just telling you there might be fewer opportunities for you like we might not m- maybe the today show wouldn't want you to appear there right now again I, I don't know if that's even true any longer like i really don't i don't know how society on the whole views and I get that not everybody that has an OnlyFans is posting nudity. Like I understand that. Right. Like I I do get that. But was I was this just a power move? Like you're not Charlotte. You can't. I can't figure it out, man. I really can't figure out why they would be this worked up about this. Like well, I do. I mean, here's the thing. It does seem like everybody else was 
whatever the actual rules are right now, everybody else was playing by whatever those rules are. The people who had these pages, they do, you know, bikini shoots. Or, or they don't want to do nudity. <laughs> like... Right, right. Or, or they don't. Like, but, that's, but that's the thing. It's like, it, it might just be like, we don't want everybody doing this, so we're going to nip this in the bud now for whatever, whether or not that's right or wrong. But I do think it's important for us to discuss whether it's right or wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I agree. I'm just, I'm just saying from WWE's perspective, like as far as why this happened so quickly or not, who knows quickly or whatever, but, um, just kind of coming down like this, that might've been why they came down like this. Do you know what else is weird though? That we, we have to talk about, like we have to talk about. Okay. How she's portrayed on the show. Yeah, I mean, I that. I, I mean, you have to mention no, that. I, it, it's it's something you know. I it just makes this seem a little sillier than if it was not a character that was in their bikini constantly on the show. Like, I get it. It's like further. It's not but, a bikini, though. Yeah, that's the thing. But I'm just saying, like, you overly sexualize this character, non freaking stop that that's that's true but i mean like i have no it's it, i don't know there's a there's a weird comparison i don't i know it's not what you're saying brandon so i i'm uh, like so, this almost comes off like you know victim shaming in a way you know what i mean and i know it's not from you but like well hey you you kind of asked for her to do this well like no like they, she was playing a character and this is what the character did i get your point that like only we're allowed to sexualize our performers yeah, nobody else weird, is right? yeah. um yeah. I, I, look, man, I'm I'm just planting my flag with this. I'm not. I, I I would not be okay with this. Like, if you're allowed to do these pages, then you're allowed to do whatever you want to do on your pages. Um, in fact, I find it to be almost an invasion of it. Like, this is not this is not a Christian company. You know what I mean? Like, this is not a you can only work here if you have you go to Bible study three times a day type of thing. Um, I I. I guess I could understand why maybe like hardcore pornography would be a line, but even that, like, are are you doing it on your own volition? Are you doing it in a pl- like? I, if you don't have rules against moonlighting, then I don't know how it doesn't. One, I don't know how this is the line. I don't know why it makes sense for this to be the line. I certainly someone you would invested a ton in. All of it is very illogical to me. Like, it just does not work for me, and it comes off really hinky to me that this is a reason why you would fire someone. Um, Without knowing the back and forth. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, if, if, it, if there is something that says no nudity, you'd, I assume you'd feel differently based on some of our past conversations. I, I, would, I would say, I mean, it would be, again, there's a big line between justifiable and like am i okay with it it makes okay it, with it yeah right like it makes it justifiable for them like they're able to do it but why why wasn't, do you... wasn't there a situation like a couple of years ago where and i know that like they were they started locking down twitch and all that stuff at one point but before they did wasn't there a situation where they only were picking on someone who had an only fans or they fired someone, and we found out they had an OnlyFans or that something. Sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't. Yeah, I, I think I think that was the kind of the beginning of the uh, like crash down. Specifically, it was, but like specifically, OnlyFans seemed to be the one that they were really, really, really upset about to begin <sighs> with, and then they started to say, "Okay, you can't do Twitch video game streaming and 
But apparently that's not a thing anymore, by the way, because lots of people are doing it. Oh, but, well, everyone's doing it now. Yeah. Yeah. But but at the time, I think we were talking. I remember coming on the show and talking specifically about OnlyFans and the connotation, like without knowing the con. I think the conversation was something like, I can understand them not liking OnlyFans, even without seeing what's on there because of what the implication of OnlyFans is. And I can't remember who the person was. Yeah, I, I'm going through. I do remember. I'm trying trying to think. Uh, it's so it's like it's so tricky. It's like who got fired because of layoffs? Who got fired because of this? Who got yeah. fired? And, and we got to and we got to I mean, move the on. The Scarlet's on there right now. Right, and and we so it's like we're gonna have to move on because Aaron's a very important person, obviously. So we got. But, but the last thing I will say though. Because I didn't even think about this. Scarlet is on there right now. So what's the difference? And oh, I Scarlet, Scarlet is, doesn't do nude, as far as I know. But but I'm saying there must be a very significant difference if it's fireable, and and maybe that's just me giving them too much credit. But I yeah, that's the thing. I'm not sure. I, I'm I ready to. The line. Yeah, I assume the line is simply nudity. That's what I'm I'm guessing. And point. and and again, that that can be absolutely what the rule is. I just don't know why. I don't yeah. know why at this point. I would almost say again, this is a little bit different. Like this is, I I don't know. I think there's a body body autonomy conversation to be had here. Like, how, why is it okay for a company to govern what you can do with your body? Um, and I and I'm not saying if it doesn't, you represent that company though, but you're not. You know what I mean? Like she's not on there as Mandy Rose. If, she's not on there as she's not. No, she's on there as her own name. Amanda Sakamoto or whatever. Yeah, I think she went by Mandy Sachs. Mandy Sachs, yeah. Yeah, like you're not presenting yourself as WWE. You're not using any of their logos. You're not using any of their stuff. You are on there on your own. I, there really is a body body autonomy. I, I boy, I'm 12 years old. Body body autonomy. Body body. Uh, body autonomy. Like, like for instance, like her Instagram is also Mandy Sachs, and it says WWE person Mandy Rose. But she's not naked on Instagram. No, but what I'm saying, how you know without being a member of that thing, that I mean, she's not saying WWE anywhere. On right. There. Or has the NXT title in the. Well, okay, that would be definitely be different. But like, we don't know any of this. Again, you know? I I find we will. We need to. That really, you, we all are going to need to do our research here. <laughs> But two, that's a different con. That is a different conversation. Like that's a far, a completely different thing. If she's using the NXT belt in her pictures, then they definitely should fire her over that. Like, there's it, this is very simple when it comes to that. You don't get to say if you're doing this other stuff, it's on your own. I just the idea that the answer is simply about nudity. I'm very uncomfortable with that. Like I don't think that a company should choose to try to govern your body. Um, whether they, whether legally they can, of course, like we, we know we've got enough evidence that they legally can, but I don't think that that company should choose to try to do that. That's the problem that I have with it. Now, speaking of really fun topics. (laughs) So (laughs) Vince McMahon, huh? I don't believe it when it happens. No, I think it's real. I think it's absolutely real. No, I think he. I think he said yeah. that. Oh, but that he, doesn't mean had, anything. He's had conversations. He's probably going to look for ways to get back in. And you know, it, it wouldn't shock me if you know those conversations have gone far. But weren't as all the reports that like no one internally is even remotely interested in this? Initially, let me follow up. Here's two from the day. Um, 
Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer claims there is a ton of uncertainty in WWE right now regarding the potential return of Vince McMahon to power, and it's affecting morale in the company. Understandably so. Uh, while discussing Vice's The Nine Lives of Vince McMahon documentary, Meltzer told the Fight Game podcast that a lot of wrestlers, quote, wanted nothing to do with, unquote, the project. There was, quote, a very big list of talent they wanted that they didn't get, unquote. That's because the talent in question, quote, did not trust that Vince will never come back, unquote, to WWE. Um... I, I, I don't think we need to spend a ton of time on this. This goes back to, it can will WWE prove themselves to be something more than a Mickey Mouse company, right? Because that's what they were. when the, In the initial response to all of this, they were a Mickey Mouse organization. They capitulated to the whims of one man and did not have a structure in place to say, no one man gets to topple the rest of the company he is still the majority shareholder in WWE, which is what makes this so dangerous, right? What makes this so dangerous is that ultimately, like, everybody else has to be able to use their power to say no. No. When monetarily, he still has the power. Um, and and those people in power are close to him. Correct. So, yeah. Correct. So... I'm inclined to agree and say I don't believe it will happen, but it's not zero percent. I I can't I can't even make it near zero percent. I mean it's it's less than fifty fifty, but I, I'd say twenty. I, that's what I'd put it right now. 20% yeah, percent. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of where I'm feeling. That's kind of it's absolutely. I just I can't believe that the company in the follow-up to this didn't insulate themselves in a better way that the people that aren't named mcmahon in the company didn't step up and say if we're going to be involved with this we have to know that no one can ever have this much individual power again how do we restructure ourselves as a company to make sure that neither this man nor anyone else there are way too many smart, powerful, talented people involved with that company for them to leave themselves this vulnerable to the whims of Vince McMahon. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe it's going to happen. I think it's clear that, like, all the money people have seen the company thriving since he left. The ratings are up. Money's better share what the share price or whatever stabilized like i don't think i think that's the problem is like when he was still there we never believed they'd get rid of him because there was a bunch of people that believed that everything would come crashing down if he left and now they've seen that that's not the case and so now i think well a- they've they've seen for four months if what if this stock for whatever reason takes a tumble that's the big question you're right right now there wouldn't be if but that's what we're talking thing. about right now. We're talking about right now. Well, no, we're talking about at all. We're talking about ever. We're talking about can Vince McMahon wriggle his back, way back in, whether it's in well, and that one okay. Month so if you want to year, talk about you know. if if you want to talk about that, then that would be the way. Is like the company would have to crash, and then it wouldn't they have would, to crash just be a little more. But they would think it was crashing, and they would bring him in to save it. Because like, there you wouldn't dip a tiny little bit and then bring a cancer. Uh, 
not the best uh, metaphor. Boy, bring, boy. Bring cancer back into I'm glad scene. you made that joke and not one of us. <laughs> God. You know what I mean? WWE, like, they love bringing cancers into their company all the time. Come on, Vince McMahon did it himself. Yeah, but he's the one. I mean, that's him. And, and, he's and, the and one. No? Okay. All right. Sorry. 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 Boo. I, it's not a good. It's definitely not good. <laughs> Um, were you at all nervous when you saw the tweet from this WWE director of long-term creative Rob Fee that said, I wouldn't miss SmackDown this week. Don't say I didn't warn you. Did you get it all? That was about that? Yep. No. No, I, no, no. I did. Because of who, because of who he, he, because of who he is, I, I'm just assuming it's something Bray related. Okay. Is that, is he, who's involved with Bray? He, that, yeah, he's his head writer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, right. he's the new guy they brought in okay. for Bray and then other stuff. So. Okay. All right. Then I, I didn't know anything about the guy. I just saw that and I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wait, maybe, maybe Vince is Uncle Howdy. Oh God. Oh God. No. <laughs> no. Could you imagine? Oh no! All right. Um, as far as uh, what the week that was, we only we only have a little bit of time because again, Aaron, very important. Very important. Um, so I guess let's start with the NXT. I got to be honest, with you, I did not watch all of the Ring of Honor pay per view. Uh, they added a bunch of matches to it. It was stop. Mm-hmm. It was way too much. It was way too much. Um, let's start with the NXT pay per view. I I'm not. I didn't even. I know you guys are going back and forth about the Carmelo thing. The only way it's okay is, again, that they have bigger plans for Carmelo. Um, and, and it goes back to what we had kind of talked about in the preview, which is what w- was, was it more important to them to get this match and this concept over, which is why Carmelo would be the perfect answer, or was it more important to them just to have something that feels like it's big and then they can blow through, you know, we'll let Grayson Waller go lose a New Year's Evil, maybe even give him another Charlotte. match in yeah. Charlotte, and then this all leads up to Carmelo getting his moment Mania weekends. And and that to me is the big question, is kind of now that we are getting back on the road with NXT, is kind of how are they structuring this, especially with the fact that it's on the same day as WrestleMania. I've kind of wondered if they're going to devalue that WrestleMania show a little bit and make that Charlotte show or, or something else kind of the big uh, setup show, you know, the big show for NXT. Mm. And that to me is, is kind of the question mark for me. If they are still saying, Hey, the WrestleMania shows are big show. Well then, yeah, you go through Grayson Waller, whether it's at new year's evil or Charlotte or both. And then you have Carmelo WrestleMania weekend. So that, that to me is the big question going forward. It's interesting. I find it hard to make a one-off. What weekend is that? That the Charlotte show is February 4th. Uh, so that's the weekend before the Super Bowl? No, no I think that is Super Bowl. Weekend. No, the Super Bowl. No, no, yeah, yeah, it's next weekend. You're right. Yeah. I just really find it hard to make this like new one off Charlotte show your big show of the year. You know what I mean? Well, like, just because it's their re- not necessarily going forward, that's your big show, but like right now that's they're viewing that as more important because that's their return to the road. That's whatever. But, you know, like, they're not really going on the road. They're just doing pay-per-views on the road. Like, this isn't like when WWE did that first show in Fort Worth after COVID. Like, 
that the really interesting part is that's a big building, right? Like it's not the big arena, but it's a big building. It's like the second biggest arena. Yeah, it's, it's like what it's ten thousand about, I think. Something like that. It's a around there. It's a big building. So how much do they care about that, right? Like that's the part. Because what I would say is, yeah, if you want to make that a big, if it's if it matters to you that that's a full building for that show. Grayson Waller ain't doing that, right? Like, yeah. it's not happening. Well, no. I mean, that's something I wanted to talk about. Like, they're going to stunt book that show. Like, you're going to have the New Day there. You're going to have someone else injected into, like, is it, um, you know, I'm trying to think of someone who's, like, relevant to NXT that isn't really doing anything. But, like, th- that you almost have to, right? Like, that building, you still it's- have to sell that building out. Like, even if it's smaller. Well, I don't know. Like, they've been doing plenty of buildings where they, you know, do the big... Obviously, usually these are stadiums, but they go into it knowing, eh, our goal is to kind of sell half the building. Yeah, but, but, like, I don't even think this NXT can sell half the building. Like, I I think this is a tricky proposition here. Like, they have not yet tried to sell... I have to apologize. It is in the big building in Charlotte. Yeah. This is not the second arena. This is the big one. This is the Hornets arena. Yeah. So, like, so, so they're they're not even thinking about the upper deck then. They're just trying to sell the lower bowl. Well, but for sure. Not, That's what they did yeah. at, at SummerSlam, right? Or whatever weekend that was. Well, I mean, the, they, they do that. Hell, they do that for Raw and SmackDown these days. It's, it's, it's you know, really focused on the lower bowl. Well, that, yeah, that's not fair. They sold out the uh, no, Capital no, One I'm not, Center. I'm, I'm not saying that they can't ever do that. I'm just saying, you know, we've been to a yeah. lot of shows where the of course. things sucked off. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, like, they're not even going to try. Like, for Raw, they tarp that off when they can't sell the tickets. Well, like, or, I mean, what, what it really is is they're not going to try to sell half the building. They'll sell the, right. they'll just sell the camera side, right? Like, they'll, yeah. it, it's more like what they did for. Like they do in those stadiums. Correct. Like Summer Slam. Summer Slam. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, they will, they will sell Upper Deck tickets and they just will only sell the, so the camera side. My point, my point is more, I don't even think they can do that unless you stunt book it. Like, you almost have to put. Like this, this show is not selling that many tickets. Like it's just not. Like you're not there yet. You're not Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. Like that's not what this is. Um, and so (sighs) something who that would yeah I'm trying to think who that would be the stunt book is this the rumor is this the Goldberg rumor we've been hearing like they wanted him to put some young person over. Did you there's see that? no way. There's no chance oh that they're paying God. Goldberg. Whatever. They can't do. They can't do that, no, right? Like they can't just like the whole. No, but did you see that rumor that about him supposedly being booked to put over a very young talent? Yeah, I've, I've heard Would, that. Wouldn't that be Austin Theory? It, oh, I mean, that would be great. Actually, I'd it, be all about could, that. It could be Austin Theory, and it could be brought on the main roster. But you're not paying Goldberg whatever you need to pay Gold. Like you're not. What if you have to sell ten thousand tickets though? Or like, eight, if it's, call it six thousand, sixty-five hundred tickets. Would would sixty-five hundred tickets pay for Goldberg's appearance fee? Like that's why he's only wrestling in these stadium shows, right? The, the crown jewels and things of that yeah. WrestleMania. I get it. It just depends on how they structured his deal, right? Like if it's if it's the Walmart deal, you know what I mean? If it's a we don't mind losing money in Sioux City, Iowa, because we make a million dollars in wherever else, you know, like it's like. Just, it depends on what the deal is structured. We don't know that. Um, but yes, no, this is an insane thing that we don't need to spend money, spend time on Goldberg and NXT. I just, it made me think about like, 
how are they going to sell these tickets? And then I had heard that rumors. That's the only reason I mentioned it. But they're going to have to do something because Grayson sure. Waller versus Braun. I don't. I, I'm sorry, Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker isn't. No, but the, Carmelo only works if they have put in a ton of effort around it to try to make it a moment. Like that they had and him. They, they put him on Raw and they did all kind. You know, you would have to. The, this know, definitely, by the way, this definitely. You're talking about stunt booking, like. A what like a, a WWE main roster woman is almost definitely challenging for that title. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, it could be Charlotte Flair. Yeah, could I be. wouldn't be surprised. Make a lot of sense. It would make a lot yep. of sense. Um, um look, I, I I don't know. Again, it's fine. It's it's all fine. Grayson Waller. It's it's been so weird. It's been so up and down with Grayson Waller, right? Like. There were it didn't make any sense at all. Then you started to see it. Then they cooled off on it. Like I have no idea what Grayson Waller is, and so I guess what this comes back to is: does this really even benefit him if it's just for New Year's, the New Year's show, right? Like if all this is is you get a chance to go lose to Braun Breaker on the New Year's show, then did this even help Grayson Waller? And then it goes back to the other question that Aaron was asking: is did it help you in putting over this? iron survivor thing as being your thing the matches were fine i I thought the men's match was really good i thought the women's match was fine i thought the men's match was really really put together well i I, I thought it was better the men's match was much better put together i don't know if i'd say overall the match was really good but I, i i and after seeing it i understand the psychology of the penalty box because then you can't just pin the guy that already got knocked out by someone else like i sort of get the concept there of like not wanting like is that know, is that good though <laughs> like, yeah I, no i i, I, I thought it worked I, I i honestly thought it worked i thought it worked in the psychology of the match it played into the ending of the match um because they couldn't pin axiom and there's nobody to pin and grayson wall and, and, and that, by the way if you're having grayson waller win that's the way yeah. It's, it's him just I running thought, away. I, I, yeah. thought, I thought even better that in the men's having Grayson Waller come out and be like the fresh guy and quickly oh, yeah. picking up two points. I thought that was the one thing I was like, okay, that's the reason for your goal. You're going to play off that. Yeah, it's better to be there at first, but if you can come in and get a couple real quick pins because you're fresh and everyone else is tired, there's value in being at the end too. So I actually really like that part. Um, I, I just I don't know if I'm there with you on the penalty box. I, I thought it introduced a way that explained why you wouldn't just pin Axiom after somebody threw him off the top of the uh, off the third rope into a DDT or something, you know? And if you got a pin and then someone came right over, they should, in theory, get the pin, too. It's the best argument that I could have... Brandon, I, I'm not... I still think it's clunky. It, it's but still clunky, but I get the psychology I, I, of it. You're not wrong about that. Well. They used it well. They did use it well. I do agree with that. Um, I w- I'll still come back to, I, one, I think it should be five minutes longer. I think they should just be 30-minute matches. I don't know why they're 25-minute matches. Like, There's nothing all that spectacular about a 25-minute match. Like, Matches go 25 minutes. Yeah, when they were saying things like, oh, my goodness, this person has to come in at number one, I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a 25 minute correct. match. <laughs> raw, raw, both Raw and SmackDown had longer matches than that. Right. Week. Like, I, they, they need to make it 30 minutes to at least feel like it's a thing. So that's one thing. Two, I thought the matches were were fine, as I said before. I You know, definitely the men's match was better than the women's match. I don't disagree with that. It still didn't 
really do a lot for me as being something that's so spectacular that I need it every year. And this goes back to what we're talking about with Aaron is you're trying to create like a tent pole thing. And ultimately it was still mostly just a match. Like it didn't have spectacular imagery or anything like that. And I get that what we're comparing it to is, you know, money in the bank or we're comparing it to elimination chamber, right? Things that rumble, whatever the the imagery of those events is just so much more significant. So I don't know to me that I'm ready to say this is a tent pole event. Aaron's point was, well, you could sort of make it that based on the results, right? Like if, if the results are, this is what's creating your next champion, well, then we we kind of know it's important, right? Like, we figure out how important the match is. Clearly, they did that on the women's side, but, you know, there's absolutely no reason to think they're going to do that on the men's side. So that's the only part by, about... By the way, they could. They could do it. It just depends. Like I think it would be a huge mistake. Unless unless Braun needs to be up by the Rumble. Right. That, uh, that, and that's sort of what I was thinking. And by but, the way... But then you just do but it... then why isn't Carmella? Exactly. Like, there's but no... But I like... See, actually... No, I'll give you the reason why. There actually is a very valid reason why. Because maybe they want him to win it as a face. Maybe they want him to come in and get shine as a as a fan... Like with the fans behind him to be the person that beats the annoying uh, heel champion, there is a argument for that. Sure. Like if if you but, would but say you're, what you're saying Grayson is Grayson Waller wins the title and Carmelo Hayes wins at WrestleMania, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm not. I, Carmelo should be the one beating the beating Braun Breaker when he's had this long of a run should be that significant. It should be your star making moment, and that should belong to Carmelo and not to Grayson Waller. But that being said, what you're really saying is that you needed to have him beat a heel and, and not a face. Because both, I think all of us are in agreement that when you do this, even if it's Braun Breaker, you're doing it with Carmelo as a face. And the one thing that you did like is you sort of started to see that the, yeah. the trick seeds were set on Wednesday or on Tuesday to start moving towards how they're going to get Carmelo to be a face. So I did think that was a positive thing. But having him beat Braun, the idea was you're doing it as sort of like the mutual respect thing. Um, that 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 Carmelo would be a face. He would not be a heel beating face Braun. It would be a face-face thing, a classic NXT battle of the titans, to both these guys fight forever type of matchup that we're really into, despite the fact that Braun kind of isn't really treated that way. <laughs> like, no. I mean, here's yeah. the thing. I think, I don't think, I think that the conquering part of this, uh, I don't think that's really a thing. Like I, I, I don't feel it in any way. I think it's more or less going to be, you know, we've decided. And by the way, there has been a report that NXT call-ups are coming and that they are supposed to be more regular. That was something I mean, we've I read. heard stuff like that a bunch over the years. Like that, we heard that when they moved to NXT 2.0. It's like they wanted to make it like more of a nine-month kind of. Right. We figure out if you can do this or not, and then be on with it. Well, so. they're signing the shit out of people right now, so you would think that that they need to make room to get some of these other young kids on TV, or, or, or you know, th- that's sort of the point of this show, right? There's, we've been watching most of these people for the better part of a year, or, or what, a year and a half, or whatever it's been. I mean, yeah. In theory, there's a year and a half of people not on TV that might be starting to become ready. You know, how when was AJ? AJ was there for about a year, right? Before they put him on or nine months but or that something. Was, or? But that was predating two point oh. 
either way though like just think about the the either way just think about it in the, in the sense that they keep signing people and that when we the person we know that got a contract was on TV now this speaks a lot to how good AJ is but also there's probably other people that are really good too you know and and that uh he was on TV when whatever it was 9 months 10 months and so like that that the building doesn't get less full if you keep signing people and so I'm, I say all that to say, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody said it's time for Braun Breaker to go and, to and Raw. And again, if that's what it is, that's what it is. But you should have been doing this with Carmelo then. Like, it's it's worse to me if that's the answer. Like, Carmelo is the answer. Gra- Grayson Waller can still be in the mix. Grayson Waller can be the first person to beat Carmelo. Carmelo doesn't need to hold the title for a year. Um, but Gar- Grayson Waller should not be the one beating Braun Breaker to say it's not. Th- he has been the face of NXT 2.0. Like yes, he is the guy. True, but I just beating think- Braun Breaker is supposed to be a big deal, or else you're not doing professional wrestling right. Um, it should be for your next anointed star. And with all due respect, that's not Grayson Waller. Like I think he, I think he's in contention. I, I believe. I, be- I think I'm he's a, a very you know, talented I- performer whose character has not been good. Yeah, I, I think I think here's the thing. If you're telling me Grayson Waller is a star, I can buy it. He's not a star for the first quarter of 2023. That's my okay. issue. That's my okay. that's my Grayson Waller issue. That's fair. Is I like the performer. And at a point, I thought WWE was headed in that direction. They did this kind of themselves. They choked up on Grayson Waller. So this is not the answer for the guy that beats Braun Breaker. I, I refuse to believe that. It's so much worse this, well, if it's if it's New Year's Evil, it's definitely not the answer. If that's where they're fighting, they're not. He's not losing there. If the, the only argument for a loss would be at that other pay per view. I I no I I mean again, if the answer is we want him, we want the belt off of him by January twenty whatever by the Rumble, then yes, it can. New Year's Evil can be the answer. Right. Yeah, but they don't need to have the belt off of him by the, like they've had the champion. Like wasn't Champa the champion when he was in the Rumble? But he wasn't. He didn't then be, go to the Raw. Didn't he show up and then go back to NXT? Well, the, like, but but I'm saying but we if, don't know. They, that... But what if they have the media pl- like they want to start a feud at the Rumble? They want him to be a Raw or SmackDown regular starting in January. They want him up. They don't want him dicking around in NXT. Anymore. I mean, if that, if that's the case, then yeah, yeah, I hear you. But like, I still feel like February is your answer because you could have him. In the Rumble. I mean, they've done this with multiple people. They had other right. people. No, you no, know. they definitely, I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying there is a world where they say. I mean, before uh, the pandemic screwed everything up, wasn't uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and Alistair Black on, like, all three shows for no, that, Ricochet? That, that was, that was uh, 2019. Yeah, that was the. Uh, yeah, before that. But who knows what would have happened if the pandemic didn't happen with all those people? You know what well, I mean? No, but that, that, that wasn't that. That was whatever. Anyways. <laughs> What do you mean? Yeah. It was the pandemic, was it not? No, that was the year. So the year that like they were all up but not up was uh, like 2019. Leading well, it was the year we went to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, but then, yeah. then the pandemic happened right after that, right? No, that was the year after. No, like literally. But yeah, but like February of the year after. Like, so liter- 10 months later. Right, but weren't those guys randomly on like wasn't Alistair Black and Ricochet a tag team wasn't? Uh, Gargano randomly no, I, showing. I, I, 
I think that was 2019 that you're talking about. No, I, I know that. I'm saying that. I'm saying and, that. But I, I, I don't think they did it again in 2020 now. I don't think so. Oh, like they just completely cold turkey stopped? Like, I, I don't think, yeah, because, well, Ciampa wasn't. Because then they had, was that, was 2019 the year that NXT was in Survivor Series? Or was that 18? That's 2019. Yeah, so then it led into that, and then they probably just pushed everyone yeah, they, back down. Yeah, everybody are, was back in NXT. Your yeah. guys' memory is way better than mine, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, we, we got to knock a couple things out before we wrap up. Um, anyway, so I, I think that's all we need to talk about from NXT. Um, the end of Raw. Let's, let's talk about the end of Raw here for a second. Okay, how specifically? <laughs> like, the, um, where is it going? A, where is it going? B, that could not be the way they wanted that to, to turn out because that was really lame. Like, Lashley barely pushed everybody in and got fired for no reason and that well no there's that had been you're pretending like that hadn't been building for some time you're pretend that i'm gonna push back on you're pretending like that hadn't been a storyline point for a little while well, I, I understand no, the, the part i want the part i won't push back on is they should have had him hit the guy a little bit yeah, more. no but, but I, he, it's he a fine line if tears. he's supposed to be a heel and they still haven't done that like they have not done anything. Oh right. So so are you suggesting that then the company is the heel that, in the situation? Correct. That that what they what they've presented is sort of this in between road where Bobby Lashley kind of has reason to be frustrated, is yes. acting frustrated. But if he goes after someone, he's not frustrated any longer. He's a heel. So it, it's a weird presentation. I don't know why they've been so obsessed with doing it. I don't know why they need Bobby Lashley to be on SmackDown, right? Like, everyone's on SmackDown. What the F are we doing? Um, well, is he going to SmackDown? Because I think on social media, Pierce walked back the firing. Oh, I didn't even I didn't is, even catch that. Yeah, he walked yeah, it back. Is, okay, yes. okay. That makes it even weirder. All right, then you know what? That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And, and, and here's the other thing. Like, it was done in such a weird way that it didn't really make Lashley look sympathetic to the point that, Again, they didn't do this on the mic, so we only had the reaction of the people around it. The fans around him were like laughing and taunting Lashley and all that. Well, so I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, like this like is. They were. It was just a really weird presentation of all of it. So I don't disagree that it's weird. I don't disagree with that at all. I think that also goes back to how difficult it is to do a show when you don't have a championship. It's a very difficult thing to do three hours of television with no championship. Um, I, I don't know that. I guess where's it going now? If Bobby Lashley's firing was taken back, is who cares? Like I don't, I don't care any longer where it's going. It's going to. You know what it feels like to me? This isn't a Lashley storyline at all. It's an Adam Pierce storyline, and it's going to be a reason to replay. Like this is going to be Triple H or Stephanie or someone. Not necessarily them replace him, but someone a higher authority figure coming out and saying you're being too wishy washy. You're not being a good leader. We are replacing you with with X. Vince McMahon. So, will you enjoy that? Oh, oh, how about that? That is a, I guess that is a possibility. Um, I don't know. I, 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 you can't get me to get worked up about. I, dude, I, I feel really badly about how I feel about Raw anymore, but it is just happening. It is back to remember in the yeah. in the in the immediacy of the fir- the 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 real split a few years ago when we were like. Dude, how much better is SmackDown than Raw is right now? Yeah. Like, that's where I am at this point. They are continuing to try to do a show for three hours with no championship, and it ain't working. It's just not 
Like the matches are fine. No, the, the U.S. title is the most important thing. Shut up! Shut in up! The company. Shut up! <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you know that? Shut up! God, it sucks. It's so bad. Um, the Alexa thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's all we're gonna say about that. Then, all right, like, fair enough. I, I like it. I I, I want to see where I, it goes. I'm I I'm interested. I I want to see where it goes. A little like I don't know that I'd be tying Bray into it, but I'm willing to give it a chance. That's kind of where I'm at right now. But I'm interested. I'm always it, a little bit that, worried that like they don't yeah. know <laughs> that like they're just they're doing something and it just doesn't really well, have the Rob Fee guys doing it. Then they know. Okay, I you guys are really on board with the Rob Fee. I don't know Rob Fee. Well, I, I I'm not on board with him, but I know that you you know if, if, the if, if, if there's somebody's full time job to do the storyline, yeah, better right. have a plan. All right, I hope so too. Um, and then I guess what it, it's, I'm a little bit, I gotta be with that, that Chris Jericho is such a heel man being willing to take a loss to action Andretti when he shows up for the first time. What a heel that guy is being willing to hand that guy a win, man. That is an, an evil dude. That Chris Jericho, it's a weird, it's such a weird bit. Like, and put him over like, I know I, by the way, no, no, I, I just wanted for anyone who didn't know MCW homegrown. NCW training uh, guy, NCW champion, Action Andretti, and putting put him over clean in a yeah. long match. Yes, yes, that yeah. super heel that Chris Jericho is. Um, it's it's weird to me, but like it isn't this the type of thing that happens when you're trying to get someone back to being a face? possible oh, for sure a hundred percent yes is that what i want okay. i i don't know i'm in a weird place with this now like it, dep- it depends what happens going forward with it like i i like that on its own does not make him a face yeah because no, like no. six people six people could beat the guy down next week or whatever correct or him and the, him I, and the I agree with that but why have him lose Aren't they? Weren't they trying to tell a story about Jericho? Like about him? No. And you're right. If you're telling a story, that's what it would be. Is like he's losing. Hum- he's being humbled. He's you yeah. Know, like he's that's lo- yeah. that's losing what you do matches. for. I mean, why if, have if, if him you, lose? If you believe Meltzer, Meltzer saw Action Andretti in a tryout match, and he said, "I want to put this guy over." Well, I, everybody who's seen yeah. Action Andretti knows. Like my my yeah. guys here have been raving for years about yeah. Action Andretti. Like I understand all that. Why have Chris Jericho lose? It, honestly, to me, right now in the moment, it it feels as much as a it's not really a long term plan. As much as it's Jericho saying, "I want to do this," and because he's Chris Jericho and. Everything we know about AEW is yeah, Jericho gets to the do co- what he yeah, wants the to company do. should be willing to step in and say something. I guess that there's there's a couple of tricky parts to it. I I still feel like we should be moving towards phasing out on Chris Jericho being you know a a critical week in week out character on the show. Like he's done, he has carried the company as far as a fifty year old man should ever be able to carry a company, right? Like mm-hmm. he's at some point you got to get to the place where you look out and say. We, we can't keep putting everything on Chris Jericho's shoulders. MJF looks like he's ready to shoulder more of the load. 
you you sort of build around that, and at some point you ease back on Chris Jericho. And if you're going to do that, then maybe the best you're best suited to have Chris Jericho be a a face at that point to be. A guy that when he shows up, he matters, he's exciting, we're all happy to have Chris Jericho, and then maybe he can go away for a couple of weeks, right? Like, I I don't know. It, that part of it is interesting to me. I'm all on board with Action Andretti. He is as good as everyone says he is. Like, he's a rock star. There's no question about it. Um, I do think it ruined some plans that, that might have existed. <laughs> uh, Elsewhere? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's what it is. That's a bummer, yeah. but... You know, you know, good for him. Good for him. Um, the Ricky Starks match, it was great. It was great. I thought it was a really, I thought that was a, a, about as good as you and could. it's what the match should have been. Yeah. Like, that it's, it's, it's really, yeah, that was where, yeah. and, and what's important here is what they do with Ricky going forward. Exactly like, you right. Use, you use that as a launching point. You keep him relevant. And maybe, you know, you, you have him pick up wins and maybe you turn him towards Joe at some point and towards the TV title, something along those lines. But that's the important thing. You got you did the past month correctly. Now keep going with it. Um, the other thing that was interesting to me is they didn't lean very heavy into Ring of Honor on Wednesday. Like, they got through the pay-per-view. Because well, they had a pay-per-view. I, I mean, understand. I, yeah. It, But, like, is, is that a... Can I take that as a welcome sign that they are figuring out that they they have to stop doing that? <sighs> I, I, I hope it, it wouldn't I mean, unless it they would shoved it all on rampage or something. And by the way, if they want to do a little bit of the way that they've you know told us that rampage doesn't matter, if that's what they want to do and have a Ring of Honor match on rampage every week or or close every week, I have no problem with that. You know, that's as I'm good a use of a ring. I'm looking at what... But, no, but there's I, no I, Ring of Honor on Rampage. I just checked but, out what the But I, I, I will say, I do wonder if, you know, the past however many months has been about getting Ring of Honor on TV, and they realize now they're not getting Ring of Honor TV. They announced that Ring of Honor was gonna, is going to be on Honor Club going forward. By the forward. way, disastrous. Disastrous yeah. announcement. Yeah. How much... Oh, how, I'm not, what is that yeah. a month, Aaron? Remind me. Like 10 bucks a month. Yeah, like, I'm not... Yeah, no one's doing that. Like ten bucks a month to watch just these these like elevation dark shows, and the only thing that would maybe if they stunt book it with AEW like John Moxley's fighting someone and stuff like no, that. No, even then I can watch John Moxley fight on Dynamite. No, I'm but you couldn't see the specific match that they like if they're if they're putting like specific matches that people want to see. I could see maybe, but no, it's it's not, terrible. Not for ten dollars a month. Like for ten dollars a month yeah, again. But, but I'm, I'm saying, like, if they, if they have a plan for ten dollars a month to just do, like, basically what you said, which is like dark, essentially with a little bit better people. Yeah, absolutely, complete, completely rudderless. The only reason but, people are willing to pay for the WWE Network is because you were getting the pay per views. That's it. Right. No the, one. The pay per views aren't way, on there. The Ring of Honor pay per views. I don't. I don't know that they will be. Like they, he didn't make that clear. So. And even if they are, how many of those are there a year? For you know, for your if that, yeah, like that's what we're talking. Like WWE, you're getting something every month. You're every month, 12, you could right? justify it by yeah. saying, "I don't have to pay for a pay per view this month. It's worth it to me." You can't do that with a service that's giving you even yeah. four pay per views a year. Unjustifiable, disastrous announcement. Yeah. 
Now, if it, now if they're going to say, "Hey, we're changing it up. It's no longer ten dollars a month. It's three dollars a month." Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Right, one hundred percent. Or okay. if they're trying to create, if what they're really trying to do is figure out how to make an AEW network, like, and it, right. between sure. AEW and Ring of Honor, they're going to end up being like eight pay per views a year, and you know, like, like they, there's something that they might be able to do. Ring of Honor is is the uh, analogy to the NXT, what NXT was. Correct. Sure. Something like that. But this, so far, is a huge whiff. I mean, yeah. like, as big a whiff as I can fathom as far as, an, like, imagine, th- who is this for? I I mean, I'm not saying nobody will sign up because, of course, somebody no, will I sign mean, up. But, like... Well, I, I mean, and, and what it's for, you know, the people who are already signed up. Like, yeah, yeah. Essentially. That's, that's what you're going to right. get, basically. Essentially correct. All right. Anything else? Uh, something's gonna happen on SmackDown. Yeah, something's happening on SmackDown. That's right. And, Ro- and Roman's gonna be there. And there's the te- they tease the thing about Sami Zayn's haircut. I, yeah. Like, is there a chance this is the moment that they turn on Sami? Why? But why would Don? What's his name? Why? What is the guy? The tweeting? Don. Yeah. Who knows? Why would? He, why would he be tweeting that? Now that I don't know. If he. And I'm I, well, like if you're well, telling maybe me he's involved with that too, just because it's a long-term story. Okay, all right. Maybe, uh, maybe. I don't. Maybe. I, I have no. Idea. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is we don't know exactly what his role is. We know that his first course of action was to map out the Bray Wyatt stuff. Okay, but, but he could be doing other know, things. All right. If fair. he's the director of long form, who knows? You guys are the ones that scared that you got me off Vince McMahon and thought it could only be Bray Wyatt. So now you got me all. I'm yeah, off. It's not Vince McMahon. Well, I understand that, but the way that you explained that to me made me think it had to be related to Bray Wyatt. I, I, th- I, th- I think it'll that be... That was just my first thought, was Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I th- okay. it could be both. It could be a Bray Wyatt thing and a... I mean, they, by the way, what, we, what really quickly, Bray though... Wyatt, why is Bray they, Wyatt confronting Roman Reigns? Yeah, oh. But really quickly, they do have to do something with Bray Wyatt at some point. Like, they have to get somewhere. Like, I'm not annoyed yet... But You're like, getting there, though. Like it, it's we're gonna get there. Forward. It's like the breadcrumbs are not big enough at this point. Like, give me a little more. Just give me a little more. I, I'm with I'm, you. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm with, I'm with you. you. I'm, I'm yeah. Not there yet, but if we're getting, you know, if we're on that first SmackDown show and uh, of 2023, and we're still here, yeah. Do you know what else made me think it's Bray Wyatt related? Um, they dropped the music on Spotify today. Like they finally released the song, and I know you guys probably don't think that's a big deal, but this band that does the song has been teasing it significantly, and um, they're treating it like it's like their new single, and you know what I mean. So I think, I think there's something about the timing of that because he's been back for what, and he's been using that music this entire. He's been using that music this entire time, Um, so. I, I'm wondering about the timing on that. I, like any other person, I would not be thinking about that, about why they put their music on Spotify or whatever. But it was unique that it was that that happened today, and then that guy sent that tweet. And so I don't know. Okay. Who knows? It's interesting. Yep. It's interesting. All right, very good. Let's get some plugs. The in. The band is called Code Orange, by the way. It, and perfect. by the way, it's and it's it's at the song is outstanding. I mean, it's, it's just really, yeah, really good. It's incredible. My yeah. God, it's good. All right, Aaron, uh, what you want to plug? Uh, check out, sir, if you're going out to Vegas, you're coming out there. Maybe you're coming out for Super Bowl, March Madness, opening day, or you know, even double or nothing if you're uh, planning on that. Come check out the Circa, best place in Vegas to hang out, and uh, come say hi to me. At the Aoster. And follow me on Twitter, at the Aoster. 
You can I, see Aaron at the uh, theater at the Virgin at the Tenacious D <laughs> concert because I hooked him up with tickets. When 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 is that? That's uh, December thir- December thirtieth. They're doing New Year's Eve too, but nice. we got nice, yeah. very yes. cool. And I very much appreciate Brandon. I'm that. I'm very jealous. Well, I'm if you're in very... Vegas, go buy tickets to that show. M- m- most likely, I'll probably be sitting in a hospital with Brandon at the same time. <laughs> That's probably true. By the way, that's probably true. That's probably true. Mercy I'll, Hospital. I'll FaceTime it to you guys. Thank you. That would that would that would help. You're not that would help. Although of course the three hour difference in the whole thing. Maybe maybe, maybe at that point. Uh, no, we'd be into it. It, it, it. it has to be one specific song. Yes. I'm not going to say it on the air. We all know. We F- all know. We all know. FHG. Everybody knows. Yes. Everybody yes. knows. <laughs> all right, Brandon. Uh, so we just announced uh, a bunch of stuff, actually. Um, Alt-J is doing the 10th anniversary of their An Awesome Wave record on March 15th. By the way, that's uh, that's a terrifying end. Like, I, you know, when we deal with like things that we grew up with and we're like, oh, that anniversary is frightening. That wasn't something we grew up with. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we were well into adulthood. <laughs> they told me what the show was. I was like, what? Really? Right? <laughs> Like, all J is what I think young people are into. Now, they only like, have like three records, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, anyway, um, tickets are flying for that. So uh, grab them uh, as soon as you can. We also announced a show with Jaden, JXDN, um, new artist, works with Travis Barker. March 28th, um, we announced uh, Water Parks on May 20th. Uh, that one is flying as well, yeah, and probably won't have t- probably won't have any tickets left by the time we see you next uh, week. And importantly, on February 14th. Oh, is it announced? Our Lady Peace. Oh, Brandon and I are spending Valentine's Day together. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Brings the wonderful future tour to Ram's Head on February 15th or February 14th. I'm sorry. And all those tickets are on sale now at RamsHeadLive.com. Go to at Live on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. I'm so excited about spending Valentine's Day together with Brandon. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Linton wants us to wear matching suits. Like, she does. She, we, we called her. I was like, we were the show confirmed. And I called Glenn. We were on our way to Pennsylvania for Penn State game. And so like with her in the car, I was like, okay, I got to tell Glenn about something. And I was like, I was like, I want you to hear this live. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we just confirmed our lady peace on Valentine's day. And Glenn was like, Oh, our wives are not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them along. That's where, no, no, my, no chance. No <laughs> chance. We want to have fun. Like, we want to sing along to have all of our songs. We want to have a good time. Zero chance. Not that our wives aren't fun. Just not in that circumstance. Like, this is not. You guys not, are saying it, not me. No, there are plenty of circumstances where the wives would be wonderful to have with us. For this one. This is a dad rock event. That's what this is. Man, I'm excited that about correct. that. We went. All right. That's great. I'm f- very excited. Right. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com uh, for me. Thank you to those of you that got in for all of our various things we did for Helping Up Mission. We raised over $3,000 to spend on uh, toiletries and underwear for the folks at Helping Up Mission. I am humbled as always. I literally can't believe it. It actually becomes quite a problem for me because i got to figure out how to move all of the money around in the various different apps so I can go purchase everything. <laughs> yeah, be, be careful with uh, oh, the yeah. Venmo stuff. I got a tax form from them. Oh, good. Good. I need that in my life. That. Great. Great. Maryland is a state that uh, pays attention to that kind of stuff. Oh, apparently. boy. All right. I'm going to have to start doing some paperwork. Very good. 
All right. Uh, f- of course, at AJ Francis. Wait, yes? Can I do my favorite plug for AJ? Yes. This is like when he's on the show, I love that this is his plug. He's always like, make sure you watch Friday Night SmackDown. Because yeah. <laughs> nobody else, nobody would be watching otherwise. Well, now that you said so, right, I guys, guess I'll, I'll, I'll give that a look. <laughs> It's such a flex, though, right? <laughs> it is. It is. That's his I, thing. Anyway, have, have, have we figured out, is her name Valhalla two words or one word? Like, is her first name Val and last name Hala? I got to be honest with you. I don't have any <laughs> idea. And and you know, I'm a fan. No, it's like, definitely not that. <laughs> oh, you say that. You say you know it's definitely not that. <laughs> Why are you lying? You don't know that at all. <laughs> All right, uh, at AJ Francis 410 on all social medias. Uh, I have no idea what the next couple of weeks going to look like between the holidays and and Brandon being really inconsiderate and having to deal with cancer God. again. Uh, I, I do like live from the hospital on morphine. Oh, that actually wouldn't. That be, might be fun. That, 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 that hey, the, the jobbies on morphine. Oh. Oh, we do have to do a jobbies. Damn it, we do have to do a jobbies. Or we could just try to figure out a way to like that's that's the show that we do. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. That, that's that's the one show over the next two weeks. I don't. We will we will do our best here. It's just very difficult given the circumstances. So we'll try to work through that and see a way that we can't do the jobbies at least. All right. Uh, very good for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. No, I guess I normally say the main event, and then you guys. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You, you paused it, <laughs> bro. Like, and 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben chopping out. Chopping out. I didn't prepare anything for the end of the show. I mean, I think there's one thing that should be said. F cancer. Thank you.